Hey friends, welcome back to the Focus Richmond and Central Virginia devotional podcast. My name is Zeke Smith and I work for Focus here in Charlottesville. And of course, on Tuesday, I brought you a solo devotional. And on every Thursday, if you're uh, not used to the pattern by now, we bring in uh, another guest to kind of bounce thoughts off of each other. So joining us this Thursday is the head honcho himself, our, uh, our area director for Focus Richmond and Central VA, John Mark Hayden. John Mark, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, Zeke. How are you? It's good to, good to hear your voice, good to see your face through FaceTime here. I know. One of these days we're going to actually get to hug each other. Kind of hard to believe, but uh, that would be yeah, a good the day. Bald, the bald brotherhood will just have to do, um, do it through Zoom until then. Um, so for those of you, in case you missed Tuesday uh, somehow, go back and listen to that one. But uh, even if not, this semester, we have made a decision as a staff to do a teaching program called The Struggle is Real, where we're really acknowledging the fact that even if you're a faithful person, you're going to encounter struggle in this life of one type or another. Um, and so, John Mark, I thought it would be good to just open up our time by kind of talking about um, why do you think, you know, and particularly when we're talking about independent school students, the, the students that we interact with on a daily basis, why do you think it's so hard for us um, to talk about struggle or, or maybe even waiting until a struggle is, you know, quote unquote over um, for us to be willing to acknowledge it? I think that that's a great question. And I do think that it is especially hard kind of in the world that we exist in, because when we struggle, I think that oftentimes that means we think that that means that there's something like intrinsically wrong with us, yeah. like that mm-hmm. there's some like that um, we're not allowed to struggle. Um, the you know success in the world that we exist in is an air of ease, right? Like it's just easy to to get through life. Um, and I, I also think in general um, that we live in a culture that that is like a show no weakness culture. That yeah. if we do, if we show our weaknesses, then those are going to be exploited and and used as somebody else's stepping stones to get ahead. Um, and so we become pretty proficient at covering up uh, our struggles and our weaknesses because um, if we show them, then they could be used against us. Yeah, I, I think that's super true and even more true in high school. You know, like it still exists for us as adults, but I, I do think it's also okay to acknowledge that high school is a uniquely difficult time to sort of encounter struggle and talk about struggle because you don't know how your friends are going to handle it or whether they're going to relate to you or just be like, uh, that was awkward. Let's move on. You know, I think we've all been in that moment, like around a table or at a party where somebody talks about something that's been really hard and nobody knew how to deal with it. And so they kind of just made a joke about it and moved on, you know? So we, we felt those moments where we tried to step into vulnerability or talk about struggle and then everyone else was like, no, I'm not quite ready to go there with you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And also, like, it, high school is a unique time where oftentimes our closest friends are also our greatest competition, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> and um, the people that we love, we're, we're often trying to get to the same place. And, you know, in our minds, we're, like, maybe trying to get there a little sooner, <laughs> or, or trying to get the spot that there's only one spot for, for two of us. And I think that that creates this challenge in the world that um, high schoolers and um, just students exist in in general. Yeah, yeah, I think that's exactly right. Now, of course, 
we are talking about struggle because there is good that God brings out of it, right? And, and I think struggle is a natural part of the Christian life, a, a reality for us. So before we kind of delve into our individual passage to, to go through today and really share our devotional on, I'm curious just from your perspective, what, what is good and biblical about struggle in general? Um, and even in talking about the things that we struggle with. Yeah, I mean, not to be cliche, but I think that the struggle is real. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. that that we struggle, that life is hard, that, um, you know, the story that we're, we're told in Scripture is one of, uh, like all throughout the Bible, is, is one of struggle, is one where things aren't as they should be. You know, mm-hmm. from from chapter two on, things aren't as they as they should be, and um, I think that because of that, that means that what we can expect in life is struggle. Um, is that that we're not going to feel comfortable all the time? That um, because we're not existing as we were meant to exist, and I also think that. Um, it's good for us to talk about struggle in a positive light because even though I think a lot of times struggle doesn't seem efficient to us, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like kind of like the shortest way to get somewhere. I do think that it's effective. I think that um, when we struggle, um, it actually does something in us. It changes us. It, mm-hmm. When we engage life as it really is um, and the struggle as it really is, it does. It it begins to expand us. It it actually, I think, makes way for um, authentic joy. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Because I think a lot of times we want to experience joy, like at the core of who we are. What we long for is to experience joy. I think that's actually what we're meant for. It's what we're created for is joy. And yet we are trying to create it in all these other different ways by avoiding struggle, by avoiding mm. kind of the hard things in life. But I actually think it's by going through the way things as they really are that then we begin to experience a joy that's authentic, that's real, that's rooted in reality and not just something made up in our minds or something that we're trying to convince ourselves of or others yeah. of. Yeah, I think that's so good. And and I think sometimes, ironically, even though we see struggle as a, as a sign that maybe God isn't there or that there's something wrong with us, kind of what you talked about, struggle can actually be a sign of the exact opposite, that something is being awakened within us, a, a, a reality of, oh, this isn't the way that this should be, whether that's in my individual life or in my community or in the broader world. To actually go out and, and see struggle is to see like, oh, I can be a part of God's reconciliation and his work in the world, you know, or even in my individual life, I can ask God to work on this in inside of me. Um, you know, nobody really wants to be the person who doesn't struggle, but is totally ignorant of, uh, you know, their own flaws or the flaws in the world. And so struggle can just be a, a place where God's resurrection has not happened yet, but the power to do it exists there. So the, the, the passage that we've been doing for our Bible studies this week uh, with school groups um, is come out of Mark 9, and I thought it would be good for us to just 
read a few of those verses. Students, if you're listening, you may have already heard this in your small groups, but I think um, it's good to just unpack it a little bit more or revisit it a little bit more because so much of what happens in this passage are things that we can relate to. Um, so I'm going to read just a couple of verses from Mark 9, um, starting in verse 20. And basically, Jesus is coming down off a mountain, and a, a group of people, there's, there's sort of chaos going on. Um, this one man has a son who has been going through some really difficult issues for the entirety of his life. It kind of sounds like seizures, um, other medical problems, and he's trying to bring his son to Jesus. Uh, the disciples can't do anything about it, and so here's, here's the exchange with this father. So they brought the boy to him. When the spirit saw him, it immediately threw the boy into convulsions. He fell to the ground and rolled around, foaming at the mouth. How long has this been happening to him? Jesus asked the father. From childhood, he said. And many times it has thrown him into fire or water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said to him, if you can, everything is possible for the one who believes. Immediately, the father of the boy cried out, I do believe. Help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that a crowd was gathering, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You mutant deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. So I think we really hone in on, on the Father's interaction with Jesus in that passage, right? That, um, that he has this exchange that stands out so much because in a certain sense, there's no one else who makes this declaration to Jesus in the Gospels, where yeah. he says, I do believe, help my unbelief. <laughs> Um, so what really struck you about that passage as, uh, as we were reading through it, Jan? Yeah, so, so I think that um, first is that if this father ignored the struggle, then he never would have come to Jesus and his son never would have been healed. And so that's, mm. uh, that's kind of the first part is that, that like actually acknowledging that there is a problem and that there's yep. like that he needed to, to reach out for help is actually what gave him the help that was needed in the end. Um, and, and so and that's, that struggle doesn't have to be the way it is always. That's <laughs> you know, right. That Jesus, yeah, that he brings his son to Jesus, acknowledging, I want you to do something about this, you know? Yeah, that's right. I think that the, another thing that jumps out at me is in what Jesus says, where, where he says, uh, if you can... Everything is possible for one who believes. Um, and I think that it's important to know what Jesus doesn't say. He doesn't say mm. everything is possible for everyone who believes enough. He just says, <laughs> yeah. he says, everything is possible for one who believes. And I think that that's where you get this response from, from the father of, oh, I believe. I, I don't know how strongly I believe, but like, I, I believe and then we see this like beautiful um, thing that happens in this is that that he says, "I, I believe, uh, but help my uh, help me overcome my unbelief." Um, and we realize that the power of this moment isn't in the strength of this guy's faith, but it's actually in the object of his faith. Um, it's in, it's not how strongly does he believe that Jesus can do something for his son. It's just that he believes in Jesus. Um, he believes that Jesus can do something for his son. And I think that that's a really powerful, um, invitation for all of us, um, regardless of like how strongly we believe, 
that we can come even in our our little bit of belief <laughs> and and <laughs> and God wants to do things in that he wants to meet us in the um, in the even the small parts of our faith yeah that's so good and, and I think it's important to hear because I, I do think sometimes when we're undergoing struggle whether that's with even like struggling with believing in God or, you know, believing in some of the stories of the Bible or just individual struggles in our lives, you know, things that you were talking about, comparison with friends or, um, you know, a sense of misplaced identity, whatever that struggle is, sometimes the answer that we hear, you know, um, whether it's said or not, is just just have more faith, you know, you need to believe a little bit better. And right. like you said, Jesus here isn't saying, wait, back up. Father, uh, what is it that you believe? You know, clarify for me. I need you to say it out loud. Um, you know, he just acknowledges that, that this father is a mix of belief and unbelief all the time, which I think to, to our kind of modern eyes, we say like, man, that guy's weak or, or like he's got to have more conviction, you know, but, um, but I think in reality, that's, that's us, you know, at some level. Faith is really just the, the gap of knowledge between what we know and what God knows. Um, and all of, us have to, all of us have to take that leap of faith at some level. And saying, I believe, isn't saying I've got everything figured out, but I'm willing to trust God. Um, I'm willing to put you know, my faith in the, the object of Jesus, like you said. Um, it's not, I've reached a certain level on the ladder, and now I, I can jump. Um, you know, wherever that is, all of us are constantly grappling, struggling, you know, if, if we want to keep using that word, with saying, yes, I do believe, but God help my unbelief. Um, mm. And the fact that that's a prayer that Jesus acts on, you know, that he doesn't correct the guy again. He says, okay, you know, you, you've understood and you've looked to me for help. Yeah, it's like, it's like the invitation in this passage is um, to struggle with God rather than to struggle without God. Mm. Um, um, and that he says, come, come as you are, come, come with your doubts, but struggle. Um, it's okay to struggle with me, but if you struggle without me, um, it's a totally different story. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't try to struggle in private and work things out and then come to me, bring your struggles to me because we see a Jesus who's eager to heal, you know, who's excited to, um, to bring this boy back to, you know, his restored state. Yeah. So, you know, I mentioned in the introductory podcast on Tuesday that we're going to be tackling some kind of big ideas. Um, you know, the struggle with identity, the struggle with comparison, the struggle with community, even the struggle with kind of wider injustice in the world. Um, you know, whether it be related to this individual passage or just with struggle in general, John Mark, for you, what do you want students to really remember as we go through this series? I think that the the first thing is that struggle is normal. Um, mm -hmm. the, the, struggle, the struggle is real is a statement because it's normal. It's something that we all go through. And I think that the other thing that I hope that we'll keep in mind is that that we can expect when we bring our struggle to God to to leave different, to like, like to, to be changed by that encounter, by that experience. I think that a lot of times we have, uh, we talk about focus in a way where we say, we want everybody to come as they are. 
And, and I think that that's a really good thing. That's, that's really true. We want to we come with our struggles exactly as we are. But we also want people to feel like when they come as they are, um, that they will leave changed because of what mm. they've encountered. Um, and so I do think that like the way that we struggle is, um, is important. And struggling with God is actually something that has the power to change us and transform our lives. Yeah, and that doesn't always happen immediately, right? Sometimes that's, that's right. Uh, the work of a year or the work of a lifetime. But right. when, we, when we bring our struggles to Jesus... We have a partner uh, in that struggle. Um, I'm kind of reminded of Ted Lasso. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys have watched that. It's it was so something good. that I've really enjoyed through quarantine. And, you know, they, uh, spoiler alert, sorry if you haven't listened to it, fast forward to the end of this podcast, but, you know, they, they experience a really crushing loss um, in the season. And he's saying, you know, there's something that's a lot worse that's being sad uh, when he looks around the locker room and he says, and, that, and that's being sad and being alone. Um, and no one in here is alone. And we can say that as Christians, you know, that none of us walks through sadness or through suffering alone. Um, and to know that we have a God who walks with us, that in fact cared so much about the struggle that uh, he didn't remove himself from it. He entered into it um, and took our struggle on himself. This is an incredible comfort um, during times when we are struggling. That's right. Well, thanks so much, John Mark. Um, I really am excited to, to see what our students get out of this series and, and what our staff shares um, over the course of our time together. Um, Me too. Make sure to, to sign up, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify to get the new episodes of the podcast. Um, if you are meeting in small groups, we hope that uh, you're able to come and really be a part of that as well. Um, John Mark, thanks for joining us and for sharing your thoughts. Yeah, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, we'll see you guys next Tuesday for another episode of the Struggle is Real, Focus Richmond and Central Virginia devotional podcast. And until then, uh, we hope that you remember the love of God for you, and we hope that you're allowing the love of God to work through you, even in the struggle. Thanks, guys. See you next week.